Hi everyone, you can tell it's a round number because there's a third face and it isn't a scum fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 200 of the podcast, I'm Jack, as always joined by KC. Hello. And we are in the presence of royalty, at least that's what you would think based on his schedule, it's coming. No, I don't have one, I How's things oh. mate, you all good? All good mate, yep. I'm just glad you started that with it's a round number and not a round face because I thought I was going to take that as an insult at first then. Well, I mean, they're it's used to true, fairly round face. It's true, but I don't want face. to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, after that result on Wednesday, I can. Ju- it was great to see that post-match press conference. All there, Scoobs gets to him there in front of the microphone and goes, well, my work here is done. Jeff Shreves looks at him and goes, what do you mean your work is done? You didn't do anything. Scoobs didn't I? And he just fades away into the background. <laughs> Voiceover kicks in, and that was the only folly the people of Leeds United ever embarked upon, except for Dave Hockaday and Wasim Boy, and potentially hiring Alfred Truder. Um, <laughs> and the nightclub in the catacombs. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I will just... Well, there's two things that I want to bring up first. First of all, Connie, you've just got here. Um, how do you feel about the sacking of Jesse Marsh, seeing as you weren't here? And I have a quote from you from the day, if it helps. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I tried to get behind Jesse, I really did, and uh, I liked his ideas. Um, and he seems like a really good guy, uh, seemed like he, he did care about what he was trying to do, but we couldn't have gone on like that. I'm sorry, it, it's just. You know, I know we can't really act back to Bielsa all the time, but, you know, we, he got sacked for far less than this. You know, the run that we've been on and some of the teams that we're getting beat. I mean, to me, you should have gone after the Fulham and Leicester game, personally. I think the Liverpool result gave him the time that he got, really. But uh, it's not like he hadn't had backing. Um, it, it's a shame because he is a nice guy and he seems, but, you know, as league table, we can't allow for niceties, can we? Yeah, well, what I was going to say is, uh, obviously, I agree with all that, but the quote was me messaging you saying Marsh sacked, and the reply was, thank fuck. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. so yeah. So, yeah, I think that... That second half against Forrest just summed it up, didn't it? It was just abject. It, there was no there. It was awful. Yeah. Um, but there is a new favourite in the betting. Now, there is a chance that this is just because someone put someone on Wacko, and that might not even be true. Because there is definitely a post, I've seen it floating about on Twitter. But Alfred Truder, uh, recently sacked as Ajax manager, is the new favourite. And uh, as with anyone who's paid any attention to Ajax recently, I want to make very clear that um, no, 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 no. Um, ah, he's a bit of a project though, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and he had love, a rep. Arthur loves a fixer-upper. <laughs> <laughs> he loves a fixer-upper in the same way that like... <laughs> All men go through that phase of like, oh, if I do, if I, I'm, this is going to be my project, I'm going to do this, I'm going to commit to it. And then two months in, it's just still there. Like the wall I was going to decorate in the summer that I'm still staring at now that doesn't have any paint on it. Like one day <laughs> I will finish it. I will. And Victor will sort of build up one of these managers. He will. Well, I hope Victor Art sees this because you might get the job. <laughs> Plenty of other people have applied for it, so why not? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, you know, I have been looking at jobs at Leeds United, so I, this this could be a, a football manager type thing where I just have to send a CV in and hope for the best. You could at least get a coaching job. We're lacking in that at minute now, anyway. You, you just, know, so 
Have you been reading too many articles about Will Still and getting ideas above your station? <laughs> I'd, yeah, would would Leeds be willing to pay the twenty two grand a game fine for me not having my pro license <laughs> or A license? Or B license, or C license, <laughs> <laughs> but you do have one. Yeah, I've got one, and I've got one from America. I'm basically Kevin Blackwell because I've been I've been to Ajax as well. And I'll Kevin Blackwell t- famously had a great rapport with all his players. Yeah, I was going to say if you're gonna if you're gonna want to do any job coaching at Leeds, I wouldn't be mentioning the American stuff to the Leeds fan base at the minute. No. Yeah, although it, although it will get, in fairness, it will get a load of Americans defending you on Twitter, even beyond our logic and reasoning. <laughs> no, just look at the Leeds fan and just say, "I play with width." Like, Yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, back to Schroeder. Just reasons why he, if you look at his career, he has a really good record as an assistant to good coaches. When he's had the job. Sacked from 20 for being bad. Sacked from Hoffenheim for being bad. Won the league with Club Bruges, but he took over from Philippe Clement when they were already set up and legitimately I might have won the league. Whoa. <laughs> Connie there with his professional... Connie there with his professionalism. <laughs> uh, Listen, I'm rusty. I've not been on for a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, he won the league, but like, as I say, it, it was set up where he could barely fail. It's like if I took over from Postacoglu right now at Celtic. You're probably still going to win it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then goes to Ajax and was so bad that he was hounded out. Massive protests from the fans. Massive protests from the squad. Yeah. Um, yeah and that's the thing. It was a squad as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So can we not have him, please? At, ooh, at the ooh. moment, un- unless there is any movement with Iriola, it's I'm getting closer and closer to the point of like, just give it to Benitez for the rest of the season. I think he'd keep us up. I don't think he'd be great, but... I've got to agree with you there, mate. I think me and you, Jack, and I've mentioned Rafa, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, I know it's it... not a long term, but if if our sole aim now is just staying in the Premier League and Iriola's not available, I, I've got to agree with Kersey on that one, yeah. Uh, it's one of them, like, I have to... Like, I've, I will say it straight away, I don't want Rafa. No, I don't. Um, no, it won't be as well. <laughs> and I don't actually think our defence is necessarily good enough to do what he'd want to do. I do think he'd probably be able to keep us up. Hmm. If, if they are, if they do get backed into a corner, and if they also if they get backed into a corner, it's a failure at board level. But if they do, of the people available just to take it till the end of the season, he's probably better than Nuno. Yeah. Uh, so he's probably the best one. There is still a bit of me going, we might have to keep Scoobs an extra week because if Chelsea don't win again next weekend, they might sack Graham Potter. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the ideal, wouldn't it? (laughs) If we got Nuno in and went to a back three, do you think that means we might actually get the best out of Junior Furpo? It means we might get the best out of Pascal Strauch. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we've got to put Strauch there. Uh, but basically, it sounds like we are. There's like a load of unconfirmed rumors that someone's going to be there today and it'll get announced tomorrow, but no one has any fucking clue. And you can tell that by the way the market's gone. I will say the same thing that I have said every single time we have talked about this since we first talked about sacking Marsh, and that is Victor Orta, like Steven Gerrard, don't rule it out. Don't, please don't. I don't want him, but I'm telling you, 
I've, I've, I've been saying it now for months. Now that the manager stuff is out of the way, uh, Scum 2 leads 2. That was better than expected. A lot better. <laughs> yeah, it was great when we went 1-0 up because I just started laughing. Because it was just <laughs> it was just the most Leeds thing to do, just rock up at Old Trafford having just sacked your manager. Yep, 54 seconds in, take a 1-0 lead. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? It wasn't just that we scored after 54 seconds, it was that we scored a marsh goal. Yeah. Like, Strout pushing up from fullback, pressing high, winning the ball. Nonto gets it, goes direct towards the middle. One, two, great finish. <laughs> like, it was exactly the sort of goal that he wanted us to score. Um, we, you couldn't really pray for a better start than that if you're Scabala. <laughs> no, no. But the thing was, though, and I know we were just chatting not long before, uh, it would deserved it as well. Well, no, obviously a minute in, you can't really say you deserve it after fifty no, we were seconds. All over but but yeah. the first half, we deserved to be in front. We we outplayed. For me, we did. Um, Vegas barely got a touch, and we were all over them. I know McKenny and Adams seemed very, you know, on it in centre field and what have you, and uh, they just seemed on it. And then obviously when they put Rashford through the middle, that, that changed it for me. And brought Sancho on. Yeah, they put they put Rashford in the middle, and then the crosses started coming in. Yeah, yeah, which is a bit weird. Productive when you had Vekas up front, but um, yeah, they just the the the, the pressure mounted at that point, and we had Junior Furpo on the pitch. So yeah, well, that was there the was thing. always going to be an error. That was the next thing that I was going to bring up. Like, obviously, he's had the perfect start, but you you haven't had long to. Get yourself in there. The last thing that you need is Sinistera off injured after seven minutes and Strauch off with a concussion after 23. Yeah. Uh, when when you've just got into the job. But I thought Somerville was was good when he came on, obviously. he His cross made it 2-0. I don't know what you're on about, Varane, putting it into his own goal. I didn't see that. That was Somerville's, right? No, yeah, um, <laughs> um, He was good. And as much as Firpo... I still think could have done better on Scum's first goal. I thought he did. I thought he did fine as well. It was solid enough, wasn't it? Bab in the goal, it, it, it was solid enough. And he it? took his yellow card like a champion this time. Oh, world, yellow world card world that, take. that was superb. Well, that, yeah, that, that's what we're going to be seeing in a few weeks when Super League kicks off again. Superb tackle. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you want. I mean, as much as it's incredibly cynical and there is a very good argument that they should change the rule to make things like that a red card. Hmm. But they haven't changed the rule. So, yeah, do it. <laughs> like, absolutely Definitely. do it. Definitely. Yeah, he, I mean, like, it's not catching him. <laughs> so he, he was away, and it's quite nice to be able to say this. It was not Junior Burpo's fault in any way. No, it was no. About, was was that one was that one of McKenney's passes? I think it was McKenney. I think he missed his tackle. I did he misplace a pass or something like that? It was McKenney though that had done something. Yeah, well, uh, you mentioned them earlier, Con, so I'll uh, I'll bring it up now. Um, you talked about the McKenney and Adams partnership. I was not at all surprised that Adams having such a good game because I've said before, if you have forty percent or less of the ball, there's very few midfielders I'd rather have. Because uh, he's just perfect in that situation. But I thought McKenney was a lot better than his brief appearance against Forrest. Yeah. But again, I think that's because we didn't have the ball. And he was much better in that situation. Because I do think he gave it away a little bit too much in midfield. Yeah, there was there were some that were there were some passes that were a bit off and 
it was like there were a couple that I noticed where it didn't really get his head up. Um, he played it blind, and I know it wasn't like on edge area, I don't like that, but still, it, it was like simple things that he, he, he didn't do a couple of times on ball. But I think as a whole, though, I think him and Adams, you know, the, the marshal did well, especially first half, though, definitely. It might say a lot better than Forrest game. I just, yeah, I, th- I think I probably ended up nitpicky a bit with McKinney, but um, I did notice when, and it's not entirely his fault because I think there's about three other people who probably could have got been better involved in trying to stop their their equaliser. But as the ball goes to sort of their left back, he just sprints out about 10, 15 yards and then they play a forward pass and he's just completely out of the game. Um, but again, them... what there's still other people who can stop that situation from happening after he's done that. Yeah, that one looked a bit like Rocker had one. Um, it was the one that we that they scored just before our time against Man City, where obviously they are told to press and press. But if your starting position is too far away, you have to yeah. go. Oh, I can't make it, so I won't. And yeah. we've had a couple of them this season where because they're told to press incessantly they've gone when their starting position is eight yards away instead of four yards away. Mm. And it just it just takes you completely out of the game. Yeah. But overall, I don't think that there was anyone I don't think there was anyone in a lead shirt that I could say had a like had a bad game. I thought everyone played pretty well. Like we talked about it beforehand and I still think despite being a little bit unsighted and stuff, I still think Melier should save Sancho's shot. But he also yeah. made several other good saves and did have a good game. Yeah, definitely. Right. No, I think the, the the thing I know we were on about it uh, with Sancho's goal. I, I saw it late, obviously. I, I think did it take a clip off someone on way through? I've seen several replays, and I'm still not sure. I, I, yeah, I don't it, think it, it did, but I'm not hundred percent. But I mean, I know I, we were talking about it, weren't we? And um, it, to me, it, the way he dived, it, his arms weren't fully outstretched. It looked like he was trying to catch it. From it was where very, Jordan, very Jordan Pickford, His yeah, arms became a lot smaller than they should be. But I thought I just thought, given where he's at, where where he was when when the ball got to him, do all punch it, do, do anything, just get it away, and other than do anything, do that. not that, yeah, just anything but what he did. I mean, but it, it's it's harsh because then, like, not long after, he, he makes that save from Veran's bullet header from point blank range, doesn't he? So it's 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 harsh, but is what it is, isn't it? I suppose, but I don't think he could have done all about the Rashford goal. I think that was just a bit of quality, one bit with his movement and everything. But um, yeah, but... I mean, you can tell Rashford's in ridiculous form at the minute. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like his contract's up at the end of the season. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing with Melier is as well. I suppose this probably goes for all goalkeepers at the bottom end of the table. Is that if you face as many shots as as we do on in games like that, there's always a chance you're going to make a mistake, and, and at some point, one of them is going to be a goal. Like Melier's had a couple that he gets away with, but the amount of games you can go through this season, like yeah, he made a mistake there, but he's also pulled off some absolute worldies. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but so yeah, Melier, uh... so Melier out, Robles in. <laughs> wow. Sorry, jo- Joel. <laughs> He seems to have lost a last name. He's just become Joel. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm guessing apparently Vince McMahon is booking Leeds United. Um, <laughs> we, uh, 
we were sort of hanging on, and obviously, as basically as soon as it got back to two one, I was fearing the worst. I mean, I say I was fearing the worst at two one. It was at two 0 because I backed to come to win when it when we went two 0 up, <laughs> <laughs> and then about and then just before the minute two one, I backed to score more draw. <laughs> like, I was like, no, I need I need to pay for my beer if we throw this away. Uh, no, you need a bit of a, you needed a bit of a reality check. <laughs> yeah, we um, but we we still got a point. Obviously, it's a good point. In the set, I mean, we nearly did get a third. Uh, Brendan Aronson's free kick hitting the post, which yeah. was not even a good free kick, but it, it was an even worse wall. If you were da- <laughs> if you were David De Gea and that had gone in, you'd be absolutely fuming with the wall. <laughs> yeah, like the passing of the Red Sea was not as wide as that wall became <laughs> at that jump. Yeah. And it's it's not like he's run up and like John Arnorisa smashed it. No, it's almost a... like ever did, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was almost like it, it, it was it was like I say it was a crap free kick, but yeah, I wouldn't have been happy if that had gone in. If, if, if yeah, yeah, I'd have been on the table. Um <laughs> but yeah, that was a but it's an excellent result. Like uh, Scabala definitely did himself like as so much credit, and he has done. What we'll say is, from the couple of press conferences he's done, don't get me wrong, he he shouldn't be anywhere near getting the job, but seems like a nice guy. I hope that he gets to stay on as a coach or in his twenty ones job, because depending on who it is, they might want a different twenty ones coach. Yeah. Um, but we, like, I hope he sticks around. He seems like a nice guy. Since since Arthur's been here, have we had someone bringing their own twenty ones coach? I can't. I don't know. because no, Corbran was here before Bielsa. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jackson took over then, from him. And yeah, he was, Jackson, he was under 18's manager. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I mean I mean, looking at it, and I, and I think it's probably the way it should be. I, the the 21's manager should be separate from from that. And I know yeah. Bielsa like you know, more than anyone likes to have the integration between the two, but Realistically, I, I don't think you should be hiring a first team manager who would be bringing their own under twenty ones coach because yeah. you just can't rely on them being there long enough. No. Yeah, the other the other thing that I would say about it is you say the integration. I think we've seen a bit of that this season because the under twenty ones started out playing really nice football and the football got progressively worse as the season <laughs> went on. And but I think it is just literally because they've got more and more marsh as the season has gone. <laughs> <laughs> As we said, it was nice the uh, the fleeting appearance of of um, Matteo Joseph coming on, playing as a holding midfielder, basically. <laughs> for those last few minutes, him, him and Ruter leading the line about forty yards from our own goal. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I've just uh, I was just checking something to see the team news, and Chris Sutton's predicted that we're going to win this game, which is the worst thing that could have possibly happened because he's a moron. Um, <laughs> but we'll, I don't think that there, there isn't anything particularly news wise in between. I've just, but there is one thing that's worth bringing up. Uh, about 50 minutes ago, uh, Southampton have sacked Nathan Jones. Um, <laughs> not it is, I mean. Obviously, they've been. I think they've won. What was it? They've, he's had eight Premier League games. He's lost seven of them and beat Lampard's Everton. Yeah. 
which is pretty bad. The football's been absolutely turgid. The Southampton fans hated him after about three games. He's come out in interviews and basically gone, no, I am the best coach in the world. Blah, blah, blah. And they all hated him. So what you don't need to do is be 1-0 up against 10-man Wolves after 25 minutes and lose. Yeah, badly as well. <laughs> it was shocking. I mean, I mean, if he gets a spurt on, there is a 10.55 train that departs Southampton into London and then on to Luton. So at least he can get home fairly sharpish after this. Well, but I thought you just headed the direct train up to fucking Leeds there. I'm just saying, <laughs> wow. Well, Rob Edwards plays nice football. Maybe Southampton will get Rob Edwards from Luton and Nathan Jones could have his job back. <laughs> <laughs> I know he, can, he kind of had a bit of fun made of him from his time at Stoke. Um... Because they, they beat us, didn't he, when he was in yeah, charge Yeah, he, he lost, I think he lost his first game or two with them and then beat us. And that was the famous, like, God on his side, the square ball starting the God rod. <laughs> um, yeah. That he's... giant picture that he had put up on the wall of the tunnel of him celebrating yeah. was from the Leeds game and it was like his only win in his first seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you, you can't. I, I, I don't want to take away from what he has done with in his two spells at Luton because he's done fantastic work with them. But these other two jobs, he, he comes out with some things at times and it, and it got a bit Lampardy. Um, with uh, it. It never, yeah, no. never as bad and never as... Well, he didn't have a chance for it to go on as long as, as it did with Lampard, but some of his comments just... You were just there going, God, if that was one of our managers, you'd, you'd just hound them out. Yeah, uh, yes, I will yes. just interrupt to give you a great stat from a friend of the podcast, Ali, who has, uh, you know, he's got in touch with us a few times. Um, 11 teams have taken a point at Southampton. Nathan Jones has not. Which <laughs> 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 I think, I think says everything. Um, yeah. They'll always he, have that League Cup quarter final win. <laughs> yeah, they were really good in that game as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's gone. That's fine. Via their early market, there is no one standing out. Gerard three to one, Jesse Marsh five to one, and Southampton. Southampton did, by all accounts, want Marsh before we got him, um, because they're another in the Red Bull stable after yeah. having had Rabbit That's Hutch for so long. Yeah, because um, you know, which famously went really well. Yeah. Well, in fairness, Hassan Huttle for them did go well at first. <laughs> they did concede nine twice. Yeah, but it, 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 the, and he survived that. Yeah. I said, stayed up. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the first time it happened that season, what they got as high as fourth, and then they near got relegated. <laughs> yeah, that was the one where they had the amazing start, and that was it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, obviously, we knew this one wasn't going to be the longest one because there isn't much between. Uh, oh, um, the only bit of news I can think of is that Martin Spencer signed a new longer contract. He's looked okay in the 21s. That's about as much. He, especially for a midfielder playing centre-back. He's also grown about four inches over the summer, which is one of the reasons why I think he might have dropped him centre-back a bit. <laughs> um, so, scum again at home today, 2pm. I mean, um, I'll, be, I'll be amazed if Veghorst starts this time. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, do you think they'll just start with Rashford at nine? Because um, Martial's still out, and McTominay and Anthony are still out for them. Oh, is Casemiro still on. suspended as well, isn't it? And Casemiro's still suspended. So you would think that they can't change a great deal. Like, you'd think it'd have to be Fred and Sabitzer in the middle again. Yeah. Sancho probably starts this time. But, like, Sancho for, Sancho for Veghorst and yeah. Rashford moves up front. Yeah. Basically what they did in second half against us, yeah. I mean, I wasn't massively impressed by Garnacho. No, not uh, not just in terms of his his uh, poor man's Luke Ailing attempt throughout that game, but um, I, I just didn't think he affected the game all that much either. Well, if no. if your thing is a lot of it is you know getting in behind and running at people, and the right back who is up against you sets like a record for successful Premier League tackles in a game, <laughs> then you know you've been dominated by that fullback. Yeah. I think we so, have got a men- we've got to mention. And, ha- well, and how uh, did our impressive signing for Red Bull get on it? Oh no, wait, it's still Luke Ayling. Still two hundred thousand pound Luke Ayling. <laughs> but I think we have got to mention Warburn as well because I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Um, I'll tell you what, for a left back signing, he's doing very well at centre back. Yeah. To be fair, whenever he's played, I mean, when he came off his debut against Cardiff, didn't go in midfield, and he was yeah. fine there. But he just seems like a solid signing, doesn't he? Obviously, the rate he's going, I think left back is probably. Like his third position, because like you say, I yeah. thought he did a really good job as sort of the sitting midfielder. Yeah, um, and has has been excellent at centre back. He's been yeah. unreal. Not, yeah, he's been really good. Not so much today because of who we're playing, but if Rocker, if we don't have Mark Rocker and we're in a game where we expected to have more possession, I think it probably would be worth moving him into midfield to, so, as, yeah. to play as part of a three. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have Rocker there, but while Rocker's injured, I think he'd probably be the next one. Oh, um, the pace if you had Verba and Rocker. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, but uh, we were trying to see if he was out or not on Anderson press conference. Rocker, Sinistera, and Cooper are all being assessed. No. So we'll see. Because I think it makes a big difference. Because as, as fine as Furpo did, I think if Cooper's fit, Cooper probably comes in and Verba goes to left back for, instead of Strauch. I think I'd be all right with that in for this sort of game. Mm. I think I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if obviously if Cooper isn't fit, it's just Furpo for Strauch. Yeah. Um, even if Rocker's fit, I think he probably won't start. I would, because I'd always play him because I think he's the only one that progresses the ball through the middle. Mm. But we're gonna have a we're gonna not have much of a ball for long periods, so probably pick McKenney and Adams again. Yeah. I'll um, to be fair, though, you know, if we do listen to Danny Murphy, you know, Mark Rock is not good enough for the Premier League, though, you know, so yeah. we, have to everything, we have to take our opinions on board. In fairness, if you listen to half the people in the ground, it's that. <laughs> yeah. But um, he, yeah. he flies a bit under the radar, does Rocker. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to, obviously, um, I'd, even if Sinisera passes a fitness test, I don't think he's going to start. So I suppose the, the only question is, in that case, does Somerville just come in for him? Or does Aronson come in for him? Because Aronson looked a bit more like himself when he came on. I put Aronson in, personally. I think how he presses in that final third when we do manage to get up there and the amount of interceptions he makes in that final third, I'd be tempted to put him in. Normally, I'd be saying Somerville, but I think just this sort of game, when we do, if if it goes how we think it's going to go, 
when we get up there, I think Adamson could be the one to make a difference up there, personally. Yeah, and I think defensively he's got more about him. And that, that's yeah. not a knock on Somerville. But no, it's just not his game, is it? It's not that's not in his game, is it? No. Um it's well, quite as, as I'm gonna say, as president of the Crescentio Somerville fan club, I would definitely start something. <laughs> <laughs> it's um no, I mean I mean if you base it on sort of form, then there probably is a better argument for Somerville starting, but um you know, like you say, Aaron, I think Aronson looked a lot better on Wednesday night than he has done in, in the last few weeks. Um, and again, gives us that option, if need be, to to drop in and make it a, a midfield three and move Harrison across. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a, Obviously, it's going to be another tough one today, but that on Wednesday has given me a bit more hope. I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to think if there's any... If there is... Do you think that like the actual pattern of play will be pretty much the same as Wednesday? Yeah, I think we'll come out all guns blazing again, um, like they do. Um, I think with crowd behind them as well, it'd start. And then it'll be as the game goes on, you'd expect Man United to impose itself then. Um and then but if we can get another point out of it, I'd snap your hand off for another point. I'm sure, I'm sure we're all in agreement with this one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they are. As much as, you know, we might hate them and everything, it is still... It might not be the most expensive squad ever assembled anymore because of Chelsea's January. Chelsea might have gone ahead. I know it's not the Man United of, of old, but it's still Man United. Like I say, as much as we can't stand them, it's, it's still Man United. They've still got quality in there and much as it pains us all to say it, they're a better team. It, 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 yeah, we, we still don't have a great record against them since we've come back up. No. Um, well, I've just had a look because we always pick out a bet now. And you remember last season, Man United were even money to win at Ellen Road. And I said, that is one of the best bets I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. The 10 to 11 today. So it's nearly the same price. <laughs> I, I would say that we are playing a little bit better because that was the real falling apart bit under Bielsa. Yeah. When it happened last time. But I think that the uh, Wednesday's result has skewed the market towards us a little bit. So there's probably some value on the other side. So I'll probably be looking in that direction for my bet. To be fair, when I was looking on um, on Wednesday, there were a lot of places that had, they had leads at like 11 to 2. I thought that's mm. quite, quite small odds, is that for us, to be fair? Given. You know, circumstances going into it. But... So, sorry, I've just logged into my Paddy Power account, and the first thing that popped up was uh, an offer as free as Jesse Marsh's weekends. Mm. Wow! Can I just on Paddy Power to bring a bit of humour to a party? I will, uh, yeah, I will claim my free two pound bet builder on the Leeds game there, <laughs> and do that. After, just do it after the team news because Scoobs might do something mental. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bless him. I like scoops. Yeah. Like you say, I, I don't... Un, unless there is some sort of miracle in the next couple of games, um, I, I don't particularly want him until the end of the season, but I like him. It's worth keeping around. Yeah. Uh, have you got a bet there, Jack? Was it, have you... uh, 
Yeah, I am just uh, checking one thing, seeing what the top price is. Yeah, um, because the market's skewed towards us a bit, I'm going to have Scum minus one, 13 to five. Fair enough. And, I mean, obviously, I don't want to win that bet. I have got uh, Rashford, Fernandez, and Nonto to have one or more shots on target each, and that is five to one. That's not a bad shot. Obviously, five to two. Obviously, we won't be cracking yours, Con. But have you got one? (laughs) Uh, I haven't yet. No, I'm not going to lie. I will be having a look though after this. (laughs) uh, You can get involved in the score though. Um, Right. There is no. It always goes badly when I'm optimistic. So, I'm just going to say exactly what I said at Old Trafford and say we get beat 2-0. Um, I was only one goal off, wasn't I? In the end, I yeah, seven. you had us losing 3-2, which for a long time I thought was going to be correct yeah. um, <laughs> at the end of that game. Uh, because because we're at home, I'm now going to back us to get the two-all draw. Oh. I'm going out on a limb. I'm going, to go. gonna, I'm going to say we're going to beat them 1 0. February 12th, remember? The day. <laughs> nah, when, when I used to do the podcast regularly, I would always, I always like to think I was quite optimistic with the outlook towards results, yeah. apart from when we had Heckin Bottom. <laughs> but no, um, I'm, I'm going to say they're going to nick it. I fancy it. Yeah, well, it's still true of Heckingbottom. There's the only one where I didn't know what he was trying to do. As much as I didn't like what Marsh was trying to do, I could tell what he was trying to do. Yeah, in his head, <laughs> he had a plan. <laughs> Heckingbottom. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how Chef United are doing all right is beyond me. <laughs> yeah, they're doing really well as well, are they? I know Burnley are obviously absolutely running away with it. but In fairness, if we're just talking about promotion, so was Sheffield United. I haven't realised this. Burnley, 68. Sheffield United, 61. Middlesbrough in third, 51. Yeah, I've got, I think, if I remember right, Sheffield United have got a game in hand. Uh, well, uh, both Middlesbrough have played one more than both Burnley and Sheffield United. So, yeah, um, fifth, so fifth if, I, place if I learned ball, anything from that League One promotion season is that having games in hand is basically points in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are in a completely, uh, completely comfortable lead, and nothing could possibly go wrong. Absolutely, um, Except oh, fifth, Yeah, I was going to say fifth place Millwall have only played twenty nine, so Charlie and Jamie might do well, and Luton are in fourth, which just shows what getting rid of Nathan Jones can do. So now I'm scared of Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's I think that's everything news wise. I will once again just check Phil Hayes' Twitter because if there was a tweet saying X will be in the stand today, then <laughs> you don't want to have just missed it when we end this. Um, we've we've talked about it a bit, obviously. Iriola is probably the one that I feel like I want the most. I'm surprised that Nutson was never talked about at all. And KC's talked about it a lot. But is there anyone in particular that you would want, Gob? Um, I think if we can't get Iriola, um, I think it'd be a difficult one, but I won't mind. And I, I'm going to try and say his name properly. Poster Coglu. Yeah. Uh, Celtic. But He's another one. Scotland, didn't they? But yeah, yeah. it's he, in that He's another one that 
everything I've seen, I like. I watched quite a lot of Celtics Champions League run, even though, and even though they lost a lot of those games, there there was a lot of positives in it. Obviously, yeah. I haven't watched much of the actual league season, to be fair. But no, not so much. With the position they're in, I'd be surprised if they left before the summer. Yeah, well, I know I was talking about this with Berkey and um, yesterday, and he was saying that. Well, we both said that yeah, you know, he's going to win the league, and it's it's they're going to win the league, so it's hard. It's going to be difficult to get him, but um, I think if this and to be fair, I kind of I respect Ariola for what he's saying about the compensation fee and everything for him, and uh, I, I respect his loyalty. To be fair, because there's a lot of coaches that just think well. Sodji, I've got an opportunity to go to Premier League, earn a lot of money, I'm off. And the fact that he hasn't done that, I, I like. But, um, but I, I do think Leeds, if they want that, need to just bite the bullet. Yeah, as much as, yeah. as much as it's a lot of money for a manager, it is... I mean, what would it be? A, under the quarter of a Western McKenney? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and what's the thing that really makes the most difference? Um, yeah, it's a it's an odd one. Because um, no, we would would we still have to pay that if we got him in in the summer anyway? I don't know if uh, we would in this contract up. I I did read something about that. I'm sure uh, this contract's up at end of season. Yeah, I, th- I think I did read something about that, and but there was also that story going round that he. Um, that he is willing to renegotiate that deal with them. Yeah. Tries. Uh, it's not listing out on transfer marks. Oh, well. But yeah, I think his contract is up in the summer, so maybe we'll see. Maybe uh, that is another argument, I suppose, for getting him the firefighter till the end of the season. Mm. Could go, we could just go down Chelsea route and get Gus Hiddink, I'll have him grant until the end of the season. Always work for them. Mm. Big Phil. Wow, yes. <laughs> big, big Sam. I was just going to say, <laughs> not the other big fan. <laughs> Still waiting oh, for that. Uh, oh, as eight ball Ali is suggesting, but he's he's a, he has said Frank Case the entire time, but he lent Lawns are like third, so I just don't see it happening. Um, but the return of O'Leary, wow, <laughs> yeah. he's, been, he's been holding out for a top job for all these years, and he's finally settled for coming back to Leeds. Get O'Leary in, you play Matteo Joseph, you play Sonny Perkins, you play Darko Jv. You get the babies you, in. <laughs> you play Diogo Montero, even though none of us have ever seen him. I'm, I'm just worried that with Matteo Joseph, he's going to confuse him and start playing him at centre-back, even though we originally signed him as a left-back. Just <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Matteo. <laughs> has, has O'Leary had a job since he went in Saudi? Uh, I don't believe so. I will check, but I re- I'm fairly sure that as he, much as, he, as much he, as let, I... he got sacked by Villa, took that job, yeah. and I think was happy with the money. Yeah, nothing since Alakli in 2011. Now, as much as I love David O'Leary and what he did at Leeds and everything, I don't really blame him for what happened there. I really don't. But can you really count yourself for a football manager if you had a job for 12 years? Uh, no. What I didn't realise was, there was four years between him leaving Villa and him taking that Al-Ali job. What? Well, I didn't realise it was that long. Was I thought I knew a bit of a guy. Because he went into the Villa job not that long after he'd left us. Obviously, he took. I, don't, I remember him taking Eric Backer there on loan in 2005-06. Yes. So, there, so he's obviously there around then. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, weird, like a weird one. Clearly, I don't, I don't know if he was just one of those that... Just, got to the point where it's like actually this isn't for me 
Um, do you work so, with a liar like Ridsdale and a dickhead like Doug Ellis? Can I say that and not be sued? It's not. A, it's not. A t it's not a clinical term, so I think I'm okay. Yeah, yeah I, think no, um, I think most people will agree anyway. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm say he took the villa job in June 2003, so that means he had a full year out, didn't he? Yeah, he, we sacked him start of 02, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because we had Venables for the Man City game at start of 2003. Yeah, then it was Peter Reid won it at the end of that one. Yeah. But, so, as an yeah. aside, I was trying to think about this the other day. Have we ever had one of our managers? Signed by another club while they're here. George Graham Spurs. Oh God, yeah, yeah. George That's Graham. how early we got the job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no. Let's be. Let's to mind. I was going to say. Um, let's be honest. No, that and Martin O'Neill turning it down is how early we got the job. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it the other day, and mostly I was mostly focused on like. Post relegation, <laughs> I'm just thinking it really speaks to the shower of shite that we had as managers that no one ever wanted our managers. Can we count Dennis Wise getting put essentially was, a scout at Newcastle? I was about to say exactly that. And, yeah. um, did they want him as a manager? No, I don't think and anyone wants him as a manager. <laughs> did Gus Poyet go from assistant straight into a job as well? He was, was he hired by Spurs? Oh, yeah, it was straight to be there. Yeah, it, it, didn't he retire from playing at, at Tottenham? I know he, he, was, he did play there. He was there after Chelsea, wasn't he? In there. Yeah, I'm uh, sure technic technic Technically, and I don't know if he ever played, but he was registered as a player at Swindon when him and Wise were there. Well, remember him saying, like, didn't we go on a training camp to like Cyprus or Greece or somewhere like that? And everyone said he was the best player on the field still. He played, he it, he played in a friendly. He played yeah. in a friendly. I knew he played, and I didn't know if it was like a training game or a friendly, but everyone said he was the best player on the field still. Yeah, because um, we were legitimately trying, I believe we were legitimately trying to talk him into coming out of retirement for the rest of the season. It'd have been like the return of Paul Scholes for us. <laughs> and neither of them could tackle. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, to um, be fair, we had Dennis Wise in there to teach him all that out of boot someone. Yeah. And I suppose the the only other one, even though it wasn't first team job, is obviously Mark Jackson. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. I'm good, and yeah. and Corberan being nicked from youth team manager to first team manager. Yeah. But no, I think first team manager for as long as I've been watching him, I think there is Who's gone to another managerial post? I think it's just George Graham, isn't it? Yeah, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, can't think of anyone else. Yeah, everyone then else I... was sacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anyone else at all. No. Well, cool. So, I unless there's anything else that we need to talk about, I think that we are. I think that we're good to go. Sounds good. So. Yep. Right, nice one. Well, it's been nice having you back on, Con. We'll probably see you in about 50 episodes, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm going to say I'll be back for a rounded up number, mate. Yeah, don't you worry about that. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, I'm glad that you were available for this one because we've struggled to get one in this week as well between us two. It's <laughs> hence, hence the weird Sunday morning podcast. Um, but yeah, that will do us. Hopefully we can get a result and we will be back one of the evenings this week. Uh, probably Tuesday is my best guess, but we'll see what happens. I am on half term this week, so I'm wide open. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, 
I will try to be about because I'm like cases kids are on holiday, so oh, so you might actually. I, I may be able. Yeah, but, yeah but you've got to look after those kids. I have no kids to look after. Well, yeah, there is that, but in between like that and like wedding stuff, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will try and get on though again. Yeah, definitely. So right, cool, nice one. In that case, uh, I wonder what KC is going to say here. So I've been Jack. See you. <laughs> I've been Casey. Have a good one. <laughs> I've been Connor. Nice to see you all again. Uh, I was really hoping Casey would say I've been Connie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's because I've shifted up the pecking order in Connie's absence. I'm now second, so I've got a bit. I've got less to worry about. <laughs> oh, you've got loads to worry about. You just don't think about it enough. <laughs> Ignorance right. is bliss, Casey. Never forget. <laughs> oh, back in. If ignorance is bliss, we should hire Nathan Jones. Cool, in a bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>